wake up, sweetheart. Well, hi, everybody. This is Grace, and I'm here today with my guest, Muzz, from the YouTube channel ASMR Muzz. And I'm really excited to have Muzz on. Um, he's a fantastic creator, and he's going to have a lot of really interesting things to say about our topic today, which is compassion and creator self-care. So I'll go ahead and give Muzz a chance to introduce himself. Hi, everybody. It's Muzz here. Um, yeah, so I make ASMR um, on my channel for about a year and a half now. And it's going pretty well, and I love it. And yeah, I'm really excited to do a little chit chat here with Grace. Yeah, should be really fun. <laughs> um, Muzz and I have actually, <laughs> we started our channels about the same time, didn't we? Like maybe a month yeah, different from each so. other. Yeah, and um, yeah. we've kind of been YouTube buddies ever since. So I'm really excited to sit down right. and talk with him today about this because I think it's a really important topic. And I think both of us have struggled with this at times. Um, and I think it's just going to be good to talk it out. So... Sure. <laughs> so for our listeners at home who may not be familiar with ASMR, which stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, um, ASMR is two things. It is a physical response to external stimuli, and it's also a genre of content that triggers this response in people. And I'm going to go ahead and yeah. post some links down below so you guys can read more about it. But essentially, um, it gives you a super tingly feeling in your back and neck. And it really um, kind of blisses you out, helps you relax. So this particular type of content, the purpose of it really is to help people relax, um, to calm down, to bring them in. Sleep. Yeah, to help people to sleep, which is what I use it for, yeah. I know, personally. Um, and it's just really... A, a really loving, compassionate, kind art form, um, and really the core of it, I think, is compassion. Um, what, what do you What do you think kind of drives ASMR, Muzz? Yeah, um, compassion is definitely an element of it. I, I definitely think of it as um, something that probably everybody does have, uh, but just don't know about mm -hmm. it. Like everybody wants to relax. Everybody wants to find a way to just drift off to a blissful sleep at night. Mm -hmm. And that's regardless if I feel like if you get the tingling sensation or not, most people do. I certainly do. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just something really positive and, and it's great. You know, a lot of people think it's weird at first. <laughs> I, I even thought it was weird at yeah. first. Um, like, like any new thing, right. you, know, you don't really understand it at first mm -hmm. but whenever I try to explain it to someone I usually bring up Bob Ross as an mm, example yes and most people except perhaps a lot younger people think oh yeah Bob Ross yeah I used to watch mm -hmm. him after school or work or whatever and just I feel like it's meditative and Bob Ross is a good example of shutting everything down for a minute not checking your email, not checking your phone, not checking everything and just watching someone perform a task, whether it's painting mm -hmm. or, or whatever, for half an hour. And that does wonders to calm your mind down and to help you get to sleep. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's really, it's an amazing, it's just a beautiful art form. And I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel so privileged to be part of that community and to be creating that for people yeah. and, and helping people. Um, and I think that's really what motivates, motivates most ASM artists is really that desire to help people. Um, and I know you and I have kind of talked about this before, and I think um, we both talked about it publicly in, in videos that we were actually drawn to ASMR as listeners because of yeah. that need, you know, to be able to sleep, to be able to calm down, to kind of have that meditation. Um, and then we were so affected by the art form that, you know, we kind of in turn started creating because we wanted to help other people. So I absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I really think that drives a lot of artists in this community. Um, which is why the issue of self-care then comes up because we get so busy taking care of other people sometimes that I think we forget to take care of ourselves. Um, that's right. Yeah. And so that's, that's right. really what I want to talk about today. So I'm excited to talk about that with yeah. you. 
<laughs> well, the, the, the cool thing about ASMR too there is it tends to be at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It tends to be an evening right before bed after you're, if you're the type of person who's been spending the whole day looking after someone else mm-hmm. or, or worrying about other people's feelings or expectations. And, and then at the end of the day, you can treat yourself to you know looking after yourself even if it's only for 20 minutes i mean we it's not enough but Mm -hmm. it's it's a start you know there there are people out there who are so wound up so agitated all the time Mm -hmm. that i look at them and i think man you this person needs some asmr this person needs to have some Mm self-care um and you just but you don't you don't because asmr is still quite new you don't want to be thrown in people's face (laughs) <laughs> uh, they don't. They don't really know, you know. They'd sooner take some uh, medicine mm-hmm. <laughs> or drugs right. than pop the, ear, the the headphones in. You know, right. So. Yeah, and I think that's the other thing that kind of drew me to this art form um, is really it's a it's a natural way to help with your stress levels. Yeah. You know, without drugs, without sleeping pills, um, without all these really toxic substances that can cause so many other problems. Um, and that's I think right. that really appeals to me on a personal level. So I think that's kind of cool. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't want to be medicating ourselves just to have a sleep. Right. I mean, sleep is a human right that everybody should be able to just go to sleep at night, mm-hmm. no matter how bad a day you've had mm-hmm. or a bad a week you've had or how many things are going on in your life. Um, but a lot of people are insomniacs yeah. and they stay up all night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, as an art form, I mean, that's talking about ASMR as a tool, Mm -hmm. but as an art form, it's just grown into this thing where people are, we're all experimenting Mm -hmm. with new audio, new video, and and it's just amazing how it's exploded and generated so much, you know, I'll see a, 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 even a small channel or a big channel try something new and I'm like, wow, I didn't think of that. Mm -hmm. And then that, that will be another new trigger or a combination of triggers or layers of audio mm-hmm. all designed to just get somebody off to yeah. sleep or, <laughs> or or to relax or just or just to keep coming back yeah. and for more and i also yeah. love how we can play off of each other as creators so you know like you said a lot of us are not only creators of asmr we're consumers daily consumers of asmr i know i am yeah, um and so yeah. not only are we out there creating but we're looking at what other people are creating and then kind of using that as inspiration or building on that, you know, with one of our own ideas. Um, and then, you know, so it just keeps, like you said, it just keeps getting more and more creative and it just keeps getting better and better. Um, so I think that's yeah. a really cool part of this community as well is that most creators are also consumers. And so it's just sort of the cycle where we just keep building on each other. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. I, I highly doubt there'd be there may be a couple of ASM artists out there who don't really listen mm-hmm. to it and who are just trying to do it for for views yeah. or fame yeah. but I, I would highly doubt that mm-hmm. most people listen to it and thought wow that's great mm-hmm. I want to do yeah. that <laughs> so yeah. um, tell me kind of I know we've kind of talked about this in a general sense but tell me specifically what motivated you to start creating when you work a full time job and you have a family and you have all these other real life responsibilities, what kind of motivated you to the point where you thought, okay, I want to use some of my precious free time to actually do this? So I am also an actor and I've not had the opportunity to act in the last couple of years. Um, But coupled that with my ASMR, I thought, well, why don't I start a channel and I can do the ASMR, but also act. Mm. Um, and write my own little role plays mm-hmm. and stuff. So I've done a few of those, and it's an outlet. I feel like it's a creative outlet. I'm not really one of these people who who needs to go for a, a ten mile jog mm-hmm. um, when they're stressed. I I want to create something when I'm stressed. So and I, and I feel good about that. So yeah, I I just like to create stuff but it's it's hard to find the time mm-hmm. i i definitely have a big challenge with that but i used to find the time for acting class mm-hmm. you know like every thursday night or something so i'm trying to aim for a similar type of routine with 
with ASMR, mm-hmm. it it's a little bit more tricky. But because yeah. not only do you need the time, you also need your environment to cooperate. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. You can't you can't do an ASMR video when the kids are are screaming or um, yeah, there's noise mm-hmm. and the laundry, you know, the washing machine is on yeah. and <laughs> stuff like that. So you you really got to not just put aside time for yourself, but also let, in my case, let the household know, hey, I'm going to be recording for the next two hours, mm-hmm. so I need you all to just, well, the kids need to go to sleep, but I need everybody to be quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that can be just way more difficult than it sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's difficult because, um, you know, I think adding, having other people in the house and, you know, adding that element of family responsibility really adds a whole nother layer of complication to, you know, being a creator. Um, yeah. You know, I have the advantage of living alone and, you know, not having to worry about anybody but my neighbors. <laughs> which I do have to work around right. quite often and we may actually hear them yeah. uh, during this podcast. So I apologize. Um, but yeah, I can't, I have a difficult enough time trying to find time myself, just, you know, being able to come home and then having the neighbors quiet down enough and then having the free time to do it. But if I had other people here, I'd have to work around. Yeah. That, that adds a whole nother layer of complexity to it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely get a bit frustrated by it sometimes mm-hmm. as a creator. I'll have uh, good months and then I'll have bad months, mm-hmm. um, peaks and troughs. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's okay. The, the cool thing about this is I don't have a manager. I don't have somebody expecting me to upload a video every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I could set those targets, but I deliberately haven't mm-hmm. in order to not put extra pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. I do feel... Uh, as of now, I've got almost um, 5,000 subscribers on my channel. That There's definitely a little bit of pressure, which is nice. You've got mm-hmm. to have some pressure to make you want to deliver for those people. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I don't feel too bad by saying, hey, it's been two and a half weeks, three weeks since my last video, whatever. Yeah. It's okay. I'll I'll get to it in my own time. And hopefully go for uh, quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, very good. So um, we've talked about this a, a little bit. You kind of mentioned a, a few ways that this particular art form and creating the art enhances your life. Um, but kind of tell me about that a little bit more. Um, what do you feel this really, really brings to your life? Um, I think for me, I mean. It, for someone who's um, you know a father a husband and just working a, a job every day you need what I call you need that third thing mm-hmm. home work and you need that third thing um, so this is my third thing mm-hmm. uh, otherwise I, I would probably uh, go insane yeah. <laughs> um, or or I'd have to have another hobby of some mm-hmm. sort but I and I, I do have several other hobbies but this this would be this is ultimately what I also want to do, you know, um, create, uh, act, and if this is a pathway to eventually opening those doors, uh, you know, in a in a sense where I could be self-sustaining mm-hmm. and quit my job, then that would be amazing. But regardless of that, it's um, I'll just do it anyway. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think um, I think your situation is really interesting and unique and it's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you because I knew that you had been an actor um, but that you hadn't actually worked in that field for you know for a bit and um, you know and this may be a whole nother show (laughs) but um, I really find YouTube as a medium to be really interesting and it has so many different uses people are using it for so many different things so you know you have some creators that are on there that essentially are it's just a hobby for them they have no aspirations past having you know that third thing like you said um and then you have people like me who have really never been in the entertainment industry or you know worked in this field at all but who kind of stumbled into this and fell in love with it and now want to turn it into a full-time career. Um, yeah. You know, someone who is still paying off 
substantial amounts of student loans for the degrees that I have and, you know, the career that I thought I wanted. Um, and now, yeah. you know, I'm making this like midlife career change and, you know, it's, it's a big thing. Um, and then you have someone like you, and I'm sure there are other creators like you as well, who have been in the entertainment industry. And now, you yeah. know, you're really looking to continue that um, and using YouTube as a medium to do that. Um, so I think, I think YouTube yeah. itself is just a really interesting platform. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to see where things go for you. Um, because if you guys get a chance, I'm going to link it down below. You have to watch Muzz's interrogation video. Um, it's an amazing display of acting. He wrote the script himself. Um, you know, it took him quite a bit of time to make the video. He spent a lot of time on it and it's just phenomenal. I um, mean, it really showcases what a brilliant actor he is. Um, so oh, definitely check that out. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, I, mm -hmm. I, do, I do particularly like that mm -hmm. one. It was a, it was a single take, mm -hmm. uh, nine minute single take, which uh, I, I was quite proud of, but um, some, sometimes uh, you can be quite precious and, and a little bit fussy. Mm -hmm. I, I can be anyway, and I'm sure you are yeah. too with uh, some of the stuff mm -hmm. you do. Um, and that sometimes means it takes a bit longer to make videos. Yeah, and you know, that's okay. Like you said, yeah. quality over quantity. Um, yeah. Ideally. Yeah, ideally, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some sometimes you just want to put out a video to kind of let everyone know, hey, I'm still here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. You know, I haven't, I haven't shut my channel mm -hmm. or anything, but... No. And, and ASMR allows you to do that mm -hmm. because it's the type of creative sort of media. I mean, not everything has to be a scripted role mm -hmm. play. You know, it's it's so varied that it really is quite forgiving mm -hmm. um, in that regard. You, for, mm -hmm. as a creator, you, you've got tons of different options. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I, I do love it for that reason as well. Um, you know, one day I can make, I can just sit and I can, you know, rub the wind muffs on my microphone to make hairbrushing noises and yeah, you know exactly. I can sit and do that for 20 minutes and whisper into the mic and you know everybody just goes nuts for it and personally those are the kind yeah. of um, trigger um, videos that I love as well personally um, you know or you can like you said you could spend two weeks working on a role play you know this elaborate role play with a script and you know the whole nine yards and really go all out um, so yeah it does exactly, it does give yeah. you this really wide range to work within um, and I think that also fosters creativity as yeah. well. Abs mm -hmm. Absolutely, it's not it's not it's not a narrow genre. It's mm -hmm. and it's getting wider and wider all the time. Yes, people yeah. are, people are coming up with new things all the I time. I know. I'm just so, I'm amazed yeah. at some of the creators um, that I mean they get. I just actually I just saw one and I'm I feel bad. I can't remember the creator's name. It's not someone I watch. Uh, I've watched before. It just came up on my suggested, and she was in full body paint like the avatar movie right. <laughs> she was completely blue oh, yeah. yeah i mean it was gorgeous it looked professional it looked like a professional makeup person had you know got her all rigged out for the avatar <laughs> movie and she was doing an avatar role play and it was incredible <laughs> yeah you know i mean people just yeah they really go all out with it which is just incredible yeah you'll have somebody doing that then you'll have somebody just um tapping on a on a beer glass mm -hmm. for half an hour yeah like with no professional um, lighting you know yeah. not great sound like that whole lo-fi you know kind of feel to it exactly yeah and that's coming that's like a, a bit of a trend mm -hmm. within asmr right mm -hmm. now is a whole lo-fi yeah thing. um and then you've got like i watched one last night um by Goodnight moon which is a channel i really like yeah she's amazing where yeah she goes out and films like nature and puts together a full professional kind of mm -hmm. half an hour video and then narrates it in a very ASMR way. Oh, nice. And it's just amazing. Yeah. You know? I mean, that must have taken ages to do mm -hmm. that. Um, but, it, hey, you know, it's it works. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, yeah, there's another channel, uh, Miss Synchronicity ASMR, and she oh, does yeah. all of those kind of nature you know audio or videos she goes out and sits in the forest and does meditations and role plays like little um, forest fairy role plays and stuff and yeah I love them I mean it just it yeah. it's so different from the green screen I mean it really adds this realism to it that that's just incredible 
Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so many talented I, people. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You could just you could just name drop a million. I know. I know. I could. <laughs> we definitely could. It's so it's so varied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me, yeah. um, let's kind of refocus back on on self care a little bit. Um, tell me about some of the challenges that being a creator um, brings up in your everyday life or, um, and you know, I think also the, the issue that you brought up with ASMR not being a well-known art form and maybe not wanting to really talk about it with family and friends. So kind of what are the challenges yeah. that being a creator in this genre has, has sort of brought up for you? I, I've not really had too many challenges. My, um, my wife is perfectly um, fine with it. She knows what it is. She doesn't really listen to it. But once I gave her a couple of examples, she was like, oh, I get it. Oh, this cool. is great. And she's really open-minded. Cool. But um, I know that I would haven't told my mom <laughs> or my, my other immediate family that I do this, at least not yet. I'm kind of hoping that I'll be you know, super famous when they find awesome. out. So, um, <laughs> but I mean, if they ask, I'll tell yeah. them, you know, if they, and if they happen to find one of my videos on YouTube, I have no problem um, telling mm-hmm. them what it is, but um, I, I don't, you don't really want to advertise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find I don't want to advertise to anyone mm-hmm. um, in my real life, in my daily life, because it is such a, difficult thing to explain in a two minute conversation which is seems to be the type of conversation that I have Mm. anyway with most people you know you don't I don't sit down and have a a half hour hour long debate with anyone um, or chit chat with anyone at work Mm -hmm. or on any given day so yeah it's it's not really a challenge I just I guess I just don't talk about it yeah um outside of my channel and outside of of this type of thing Mm -hmm. and yeah do you think that some of that and and i found this for myself um i have well because of the um the other type of work that i do and the fact that i don't show my face and i do work under a stage name um you know i kind of have a layer of required anonymity that um you know that people that people um creators like you who show your face and kind of you know um, are out there don't don't really have to deal with um, but yeah. even even that aside um, I think that I would be reluctant to talk about it as well and part of that would be because I kind of feel like this is this is like mine it's my my little yeah. thing yeah. you know and I want to sure I want to protect yeah. it and you know I kind of want to keep it private and you know it's yeah. something very personal and special and um, yeah, it's not something that I would want to share around with a lot of people. Which is, which is kind of like ironic mm-hmm. because it's also very public. exactly right. It's <laughs> so it's not you know it's you're, you you publish it and try and see mm-hmm. you know reach as many people as you can. Yeah, it is. So I mean, when my case is you know showing my face mm-hmm. and and whatnot, then I fully I would like to think that one day a friend or family member will stumble across it and go, hey, oh my god, that's mm-hmm. Moss. What's he doing? Here? <laughs> um, and why is he whispering to right. me like that? Um, but if it happens, then hey, whatever, mm-hmm. I'll be okay with it. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I don't want to overly, you know, add point any big arrows at, at me because they're not my audience. Right. My audience exactly. are people who are online mm-hmm. looking to find ASMR to put them to sleep, mm-hmm. to relax. So, and I could reach them through YouTube. I don't need to go sharing it with. Uh, family or friends on Facebook so yeah exactly yeah so tell me a little bit about some of the things that you do to take care of yourself um, while you're working a full-time job being a dad being a husband doing everything you need to do in your real life and still trying to find time to create so how do you take care of yourself your emotional health and your physical health within that framework oh that's a tricky one I probably am not the best person to say they look after themselves because I, I, I'm a classic example of somebody who probably doesn't look after themselves as much as he should um, but I I set relatively I, I don't one thing I do do for sure is okay well I'll back up a second before I moved to where I am now in Canada I had no 
immediate, uh, no family, no uh, grandparents or anybody around us. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have any of those, those family expectations. Um, so now that I'm living somewhere where I moved closer to family, those expectations are there. But in order to look after my own sanity, I guess, and what little time I do have, I never, I never make definite plans. Mm-hmm. This, this is probably quite bad, but I will say, sure, uh, come by on Saturday. At some point in the afternoon, I'll be free. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, when I first moved here, I, it seemed that everybody around me was like, well, I thought you said we were meeting at 10 o'clock, you know, and now you're saying 1030 and I'm like, well, yeah, I've got little kids. Right. So, yeah, it's going to be 10.30. I'm sorry. Or it might even be 11. Mm-hmm. Or you know what? It might even be 11.30 mm-hmm. by the time. So I had to sort of train those around me <laughs> to have lower expectations of where I was going to be or what I was going to do for them at any given time. Mm-hmm. It was just, look, Muzz will get to it when he gets to it. And I'm sorry, but... You know, it, it probably was a bit of an adjustment for uh, members of my family. But yeah. for me, it was like it was one of the few ways that I could remain a little bit sane mm-hmm. and look after my own stress levels, keep them keep them down mm-hmm. a little bit. Because, um, yeah, I have with kids, you have a pretty rigid schedule as it is with naps and um, food and bedtimes and all mm-hmm. that. So plus all the stuff that comes in between. Yeah. So. But as far as exercise and things like that, I'm really not the best person for that. I I should do more of that. I should probably take more time. But um, and it's something I need to work on, for sure. But that 20 minutes before I go to sleep, ASMR, pop the headphones mm-hmm. in. That's really my little me time, my little self-help mm-hmm. time. It's not. It's not ideal though, but it's something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's a step in the right direction yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, where do you feel like um, taking creative breaks kind of plays into self care? Because um, I know you and I have actually both done that. Um, a lot of our, you know, yeah. a lot of creators in our community, you know, do that periodically. Um, what what point do you have to get to to kind of need that creative break or what sort of motivates taking creative breaks yeah I think I when I first set up my channel I did a you know I was quite intense into it I I actually shot five videos on one night one time wow. <laughs> um, I mean they were pretty basic in yeah. videos but yeah it was I remember I did like five 10 minute 10 15 minute videos mm-hmm. and I was like yes I can do this this is great but inevitably, uh, as the you know reality kicked in and the motivation dropped a little bit, with real life mm-hmm. starts to come back into play, um, those gaps started to get wider and wider. I yeah, I feel like if you set like I did have a lot of uh, hey, I've got my second part of my interrogation video. It's coming real soon. Now I said it was coming real soon six months ago. <laughs> So it's, you know, I had to stop doing that. Yeah. And because my, I had every intention of, of doing it real mm-hmm. soon. But in reality, I was like, look, I can't do that one right now. I'm going to do another mm-hmm. one. Or I'm going to do another one. And then I've got 10 videos on the go at once. None of them are finished. And then I realized I need to take a break. Mm-hmm. I need to take a step back, shelve these for now, concentrate on one or two things maybe take a couple of weeks off and then get back into mm-hmm. it. And I think that's probably quite common for a lot of people, but then I'm, I'm pretty disorganized at the best mm-hmm. of times. So it might just, might just be me, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it, you need to take breaks for sure. Yeah. Some people though can just keep going and going. Mm-hmm. It seems that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the channels that I subscribe to, I'm like, wow, they've just done another video. They just did a video two days ago, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's just one after another after another. But yeah, I know. You know, I, I think. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, some people burn burn out eventually, mm-hmm. probably creatively. Yeah. And take a little break and then start again. Yeah, I think for me, um, there's a couple different things that sort of motivates taking breaks. Um, one would be 
sort of the circumstances beyond my control. Um, like a yeah. family member gets ill and is in the hospital and, you know, I have to go deal with family stuff. Like, you know, I don't have a choice. Um, well, I mean, I guess I do have a choice, but I choose my family, <laughs> you know, um, of or, you know, I'm ill or injured. Um, you know, kind of those like crazy things that are just out of my control. So I've taken breaks a couple of times because of stuff like that. But I've also taken creative breaks because frankly, I was just burnt out. I was, like you said, you're trying to do too much. You have too many things going on at once. Um, you know, kind of yeah, real absolutely. life and, you know, everything else just sort of comes crashing down. And, you know, it's like, you have to make a choice. You know, what am I going to do right now? Am I going to go record a video? Or am I going to file my taxes? You know, am I going to make a video or am I going to make food and do laundry so I can go to work tomorrow? <laughs> that's right. You know, yeah, so, that's just it. and also I found yeah. just creatively, um, I am fairly prolific creatively, but I do sometimes get those blocks. I come to those stopping points where, you know, I just need to recharge my batteries. I need to step back. You know, I, I need to just take a little break and try to kind of yeah. let let yeah. the creativity start flowing again so yeah I think there's there are a few things that kind of play into that and also because that kind of transitions into my next question is that um do you feel that when you're in a period in your life when you're not taking care of yourself as well or you're not really kind of protecting that creative part of you do you feel that that really does affect your creative process like does that kind of put you in a block situation yeah I guess it, it must do mm -hmm. I, I know I have I know I get that way mm -hmm. and I think it probably is a result of not looking after myself for or just having a yeah just a couple of bad weeks maybe and then I just yeah I have like a writer's block I can't I just can't do it mm. um, I'm also I, I I don't know about you um, but I find myself quite affected by what other people are doing in a slightly in a negative way as well mm. um, because I get jealous very easily oh, okay <laughs> so um, and I, I guess I, I I have a deep seated fear of being left behind mm -hmm. so if I see a, an up-and-coming ASMR channel doing really well I'll I'll for a second think oh this is a this is a waste of time mm -hmm. you know nobody's gonna watch my stuff i am useless um they want to watch this person instead of mm -hmm. me uh they're doing really well i'm really i'm struggling i'm just gonna i'm just gonna forget mm -hmm. and that's that's just like a little dip and then i bounce back up yeah. again but it's um yeah it, it's that's that's probably a little bit of an emotional roller coaster mm -hmm. thing that I have mm -hmm. but um, maybe everybody has it I don't know yeah, yeah I think to an extent um, you know I think when you are working really hard and you do feel like you're putting your heart and soul into something and you yeah. know you kind of look over and like you said see a brand new channel that's just rocketing off um, you know it's like you're happy for them but yeah at the same time yeah. you kind of do have that feeling of oh my god like I spent all this time and you know, like, what am I doing? And I think, I think right. some of that yeah. probably does come just from the fact that we are so stressed and we're so pressed for time. And, yeah. you know, we, we like desperately want to create, but we have all these other things that we have to do as well. And, you know, you That's do right. get, you know, you do kind of feel really stressed out and that does put you in a, you know, a bit of a negative mindset. It can yeah, mm. it's just comp competitiveness, maybe, mm -hmm. or, or something. I think the other thing, too, is for me, I I sometimes lose perspective about where ASMR is, mm -hmm. where it sits, mm -hmm. in terms of its popularity, in terms of its reach, because ASMR is such a personal thing yeah. for everybody mm -hmm. that probably most of us for a long time thought wow i'm the only person who listens to yeah, this stuff yeah or i'm one of i am one of literally a handful of people who who, who likes this mm -hmm. stuff um which kind of plays into the stigma and people think it's weird and all that mm -hmm. uh, but then you see new channel after new channel after new channel and you think oh wow this is not a niche this is really popular yeah. now mm -hmm. and in order to 
create something relaxing and pleasant and slow, I have to be aggressive mm -hmm. and get out there and market myself, mm -hmm. which is kind of the exact opposite of what ASMR is. Right. You know, ASMR is not about trying to strategize and market yourself mm -hmm. to just get some get some views, although it's nice to, you know, get get noticed oh. and and get um get a nice following of people who who want to watch your stuff. But yeah, so it's it's a bit of a an issue there. Mm -hmm. I feel like one minute I'm like, oh I have to work really hard and really push and the next minute I think, no no no, hang on a second. This is ASMR, you mm -hmm. can dial it back. Yeah. People watch your stuff, like your stuff. Mm -hmm. And if you're reaching them, that's great. They like mm -hmm. it, they love it. And you know, maybe one day you'll you'll get a million views. Mm -hmm. Maybe you won't. It's no big deal. So, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a fight going on with in my mind over that. Oh yeah, and I think yeah. there's also um, that kind of gets into you know organic growth and sort of grassroots marketing, you know, versus yeah. this sort of forced commercial you know marketing standard that you know you and I coming from the business world and also you coming from you know a different type of entertainment that's what we're really used to and it's kind yeah. of transitioning into this sort of organic grassroots uh, marketing where you know people really like your stuff and they tell other people about it or so they share, yeah and people yeah. find you because they're searching um, and I think that also gets into an interesting point that you brought up about ASMR being so personalized because, um, for example, you know, there are some very large successful channels that I can't watch their stuff. It does. It makes me, it does the opposite of relaxation for me. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what I mm -hmm. find. I find very similar, although mm -hmm. I respect and love uh, all, certainly all the pioneering yeah, big absolutely. channels that are in ASMR, mm -hmm. I find I don't watch them as much mm -hmm. as I used to. And also I th I think there reaches a point where, I don't want to like offend mm -hmm. anyone, but there reaches a point where certain artists really are, it seems to me, chasing views. They'll jump on a trending uh, game which has come mm -hmm. out or a movie that's just come out. Something that people are searching mm -hmm. for. So they'll really do an ASMR video based on that movie or, or you know, loosely based mm -hmm. on that movie with uh, elements that are just, just because people are typing it into the search mm -hmm. bar. So they, and I don't know, I, I kind of feel a little bit like I wouldn't want to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know why exactly. It just seems as though maybe it's not about ASMR anymore. It's more about what's currently popular yeah but i think and um i create an asmr video around that popularity yeah well i think yeah. you and i um have the i guess ability or maybe the privilege of not relying on our asmr work to support us um financially yeah exactly um, that's true. That's a, a, a lot good point. of the larger yeah. channel, like you know, the channels that have been around for a long time, the really, really big ones, um, the, yeah. this is their full time job, and so you know, right. I can understand why they would That's have true. to do things yeah. like that because you know they have to make sure their views stay up, they have to make sure they continue to be popular. You know, it's their livelihood, um, and so I think that's, that's right. you know that's where you really have this um, conflict as an artist, right? When you get to that point, when you are that successful, where it's like, okay, in order to continue doing the art that I want, I may have to do some very commercial things that aren't necessarily right, yeah. creatively fulfilling, but I have to do them in order to keep the position that I've reached. Um, that's a f no. That's a fair point. Yeah, and yeah. I think because yeah, I, I forget mm -hmm. that there are a lot of people out there who do mm -hmm. do this full time, and who, you know, will rely on X amount of income per mm -hmm. month from and with uh, YouTube you know with and, YouTube the yeah. way that it is right now, um, you know, like yeah, it can be pretty yeah, it's pretty dicey and, trying yeah. to earn your living over there. Um, so yeah, and I think you know, and that might be a whole other show as well. You know, the the whole issue of. <laughs> you know, being an artist and, you know, um, I'm yeah. not going to say selling out cause I don't, I don't really like that term, but you know, it's, you kind of yeah. have to sometimes do more commercial, 
projects or commercial work to support your creative work, right? To continue putting that out there. That's it. It's it's a conflict. And I think Mm -hmm. if if we are fortunate enough that our channels reach a point where we are Mm -hmm. able to, you know, quit our jobs Mm -hmm. or whatever, then naturally we would have to adjust to that and and just yeah. figure out a way because yeah you'd have to protect mm-hmm. it it's not really an option well anymore, when so. we're that successful um i'll have you back on the podcast and we can have that discussion <laughs> yeah in person exactly <laughs> if i can afford a plane yeah ticket, we'll, we'll have a whole video crew by then <laughs> that's right <laughs> personal assistance and that's everything. right my pa will call your pa <laughs> yeah exactly so um tell me uh kind of talking about other creators um what what advice would you really give people who are maybe thinking of starting out in this genre or people who are you know already in it but maybe struggling with you know trying to balance their you know their hobby with or their you know their creative work with um their real life like what kind of advice would you give them um i mean obviously I've got a relatively small channel mm-hmm. in the scheme of things, so I it would need to be advice to those who are just starting, like you said. Um, I think a lot of people start and then they, they suddenly stop and they disappear, mm-hmm. and I often wonder why, yeah. because their stuff is actually really good. Yeah, agreed. And maybe it's, yeah, uh, and I've subscribed to a few channels where I think, oh, wow, mm-hmm. this this person's really going to be really good. And then, and then they just vanish. I think you have to be okay from the get-go what your boundaries are going to be. Like, are you going to show your face or not? Are you even going to put your real name out there or not? Because a lot of people Mm -hmm. do. Um, Are you going to, you know, what kind of content are you going to create? How are you going to feel if somebody shares it to Facebook Mm. and your, your, your best friend sees it? I mean, as long as you're okay with all those things... Which I feel like any creator generally mm-hmm. is. If you've already got that creative kind of feeling inside you, or maybe you're an actor, or a singer, or you've done a little bit of of that before, and you want to do more, then those boxes I, I feel like are probably already ticked mm-hmm. and checked. But um, yeah, that's really just basic. I mean, advice. I think the one thing I like to do, and I don't know if it's successful for me or not. I think it is is to try and be yourself as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't, I mean, obviously in a role play, you're going to be playing the character in the role play. But if you can be yourself, um, people like people and they yeah. like to watch people. Mm-hmm. And so they really, like, I mean, a lot of these channels um, that are not ASMR, which are completely the opposite, uh, you know, people just, blowing stuff up or, or just experimenting and running around at parties and I often wonder why do those get so many views why mm-hmm. do people like these videos but then you watch them and you think well this these seem like interesting people yeah. and I have a little for some reason as a viewer I have a little bond with that person mm-hmm. um, they're very quirky or they've, they've got a good sense of humor or or the they're really silly or, or they're a little bit like me mm-hmm. um, or they're, they're like something I want to be I don't know or I, I feel like if uh, as long as you put a little bit of personality in there then somebody's gonna feel a little bit more of a link a linkage mm-hmm. with your stuff rather than if it was just objects and um, sounds yeah. uh, only you know but if you're if you're putting a little bit of personality in there then I'd like to think that that's a piece of advice that I hope will work for me in the long Mm -hmm. term but that's yet to be seen Um, I think it is yeah well I think (laughs) you know really you uh, you know the creator you're what makes your channel unique Um, so yeah Yeah. don't be afraid to be yourself Um, you know don't be afraid to experiment um you know you've done some really interesting experimental videos on your channel um and you know don't be afraid to just you know put all your quirkiness and you know yeah. <laughs> uniqueness out there on don't, display don't get self-conscious right yeah. yeah you've got to put your self-consciousness mm-hmm. on hold exactly because exactly otherwise you, you may as well just not yeah. not work really do it mm-hmm. do anything but 
well, not do anything. But you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Well, yeah, you just you just turn into you know you just turn into a cookie cutter of you know other channels, and then you know it's like what's the point? Um, Yeah, and I find that as a viewer, I do connect with certain creators, and you know I really enjoy their content, but I also enjoy them, their energy, you know what they bring to the table, and it keeps me coming back over and over and over again. Um, That's exactly mm -hmm. it. I mean, there's there's a million videos Mm -hmm. out there which have somebody tapping on an object right. whilst talking right. it's, so technically they should all be the mm-hmm. same but they're not the mm-hmm. same because the people are different mm-hmm. so the objects could be the same the sounds could be almost identical yeah. but the person who's actually rambling or just bringing you into their little world for half mm-hmm. an hour or 20 minutes and just just ha- basically just hanging out with mm-hmm. you one-on-one that, that should be the I feel like that should be the, the sense the feeling that I get mm-hmm. um, hey it's just we're just hanging out and sounds and all that and yeah it's personality mm-hmm. it's the person yeah. and, and that really works for me yeah so agreed I think another really good thing to um, to kind of talk to people who are thinking about starting out or even people who you know are fairly new is really the comments right comments and messages um, to not right. take that yeah, too seriously, true. to not get too wrapped up in that, um, you know, to not let that discourage you or drive you away from creating um, because exactly. you can never yeah. make everyone happy. And the YouTube comment section is, you know, I have to say, actually, <laughs> um, in the ASMR community, it's, better. it's much better it's, it's, <laughs> than it is yeah. in some other genres that you that oh, you look yeah. at. Um but you know, and also just do not be afraid to set up your um, your filter on your channel <laughs> to block things, yeah. and Absolutely. you know, um, you know, don't don't let don't get too caught up in that, right? Yeah, exactly. You definitely get a few, and I and I know that from the type of content that you create mm-hmm. as well, um, that unfortunately you will get some of those comments yeah and i uh, probably way more than well, i yeah, do, and i think just but, female um, creators yeah. in general um get get quite a few more derogatory comments than than male creators yeah um you know which is really unfortunate um and, you know that's probably a whole nother conversation <laughs> yeah i i just i know that actually on that point it's interesting that um i'm a male creator mm-hmm. but the vast majority, according to the analytics, the vast majority of my audience is also male. Really? Um, yeah, like 80%. Oh, interesting. So I found that still ongoing. I still think that's that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it's to do with just who's willing to listen to ASMR, maybe it, or... or it, they just the type of thing they search for. Or, you uh, know, know. Um, this is... I've been having conversations about this um, kind of in my private life. Um, you know, the fact that men really don't have the emotional support system in their real lives that women normally do, um, especially yeah. if they are younger or single. Um, and so, you know, potentially there are more males out there searching for connection, searching for community searching for you know some kind of comfort um yeah and also males are not allowed to express their emotions in our culture the way that females can so you know going online and being able to you know kind of listen to this in the privacy of their home and have an emotional experience even if it's online you know it allows them that outlet that they really can't have in their real lives um you know, and it's this, it's this yeah, toxic, yeah, it's that. this yeah. toxic masculinity, you know, that our culture expects from men. Um, yeah. and you know, I think, I think that maybe drives part of it as well. Um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I try and stay away from that as much as possible, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's not, it's not hard. It's not easy to avoid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you fall into a conversation with a bunch of guys, the conversation generally goes in a very testosterone mm-hmm. way. You know, it just naturally goes that way, and right. I, I think that's just conditioning and and whatnot. But so there's probably a bunch of guys who, yeah, they don't have an outlet, mm-hmm. and they turn to ASMR, and and that's great, right? Um, but uh, 
Yeah, it's interesting to me why, certainly for me anyway, the 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 numbers are so eighty twenty. Mm-hmm. Mine of, is, uh, guys, you know, it's you funny. Know, so. uh, mine is about the same. It hovers right around that eighty twenty mark. Sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less. But and and I also have a higher male viewership, which I always assumed yeah. was because of the content that I put out. Um, you yeah. know, but. Yeah, it's interesting to hear other creators say that their demographics fall about the same way. Um, and yeah. so, I, you know, I really feel like there's something more to it. Um, I think it's... I've talked to a couple of other male mm-hmm. ASM artists about this, and they, they've said the same thing. They're like, yeah, they might have 70, mm-hmm. 30, but it's still very much uh, predominantly males who watch their... That's so interesting. Uh, you know, I that, think... That, that's great, yeah. but I just kind of figured it would be 50-50 yeah. or, or I don't know. That is really interesting. There has to be a larger, like, societal, you know, systemic issue that's that's causing Reason that. Reason for that, yeah. Oh, so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mus. <laughs> yeah, well, you could get into that for I hours. know. <laughs> You're giving me ideas for future episodes. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Well, Muz, thank you so much for coming on today. Um, it was really great to talk to you about this topic. I think it's definitely an important one. Um, I have a couple yeah. of other artists that I'm going to try to talk to about it so we can have a little bit of a series here and get some different perspectives. Um, Excellent. But yeah, just thank you so much for coming on. It was such a great, it was just great to talk to you. <laughs> well, thanks so much for having me. I really, yeah, it's, it's great yeah. talking about this stuff properly rather than just on the odd tweet or comments on on youtube and i think this is a great idea Mm -hmm. to to do this i'd love to see where this goes i know i'm Um, i'm really excited so um be sure to tune in guys we have lots more interesting content coming up in the weeks ahead and i just want to thank you for watching i'm going to put the link to muzz's channel um and also a couple of his videos down in the description so be sure to check him out and show him some love and thanks again for listening we'll see you next time bye bye bye